You're tuned in to the ETPU Sports Net, and this is the Texas Tiger Podcast. And a rose is still and always will be a rose. And welcome to another edition of the Texas Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam P. Ledyard, the Assistant Athletic Director for Communications here at East Texas Baptist University. Today on our podcast, we have an interview with ETBU women's basketball player Taylor Singleton. Welcome to the show, Taylor, and thanks for coming to Tiger Den Studios today to talk to us a little about your time here at ETBU. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so first, you know, let, let's just get to know Taylor. Tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, your major, where you're from, uh, a little bit about your life. Um, I'm a junior. Um, my major is biology because I want to be a physician assistant. You know, on my little clinic when I get back home. Um, I'm from League City, Texas. But when y'all call my name, y'all say Friendswood. But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we could change that. <laughs> but I'm from League City, Texas. Um, I've lived there since I was five to eighteen. Well, we still live there, so I've just been there my whole life. And um. You know, I'm just a goofy person. <laughs> I we, like to laugh. We like goofy. <laughs> well, um, I'm real family oriented. Like all my family lives real close to League City or in Houston, so I see them every time I go home. And you know, sports oriented. All my people play sports. My older brother played football at Texas State. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. And then my little brother is a junior right now, and he's probably way more athletic and. <laughs> basketball wise than me the younger ones are usually more athletic right yes he's he's a bucket (laughs) i strive to play like him so so we like to talk about music and food on this podcast so what's your taste of music tell us a little bit about you know what you like to listen to uh you know on the side chilling maybe getting ready for a game walking to the the classroom you know What's Taylor Singleton's choice of music? Um, when I get up in the mornings, I like to start my day off with some gospel music. You know, get me pumped up throughout the day. But I'm like a '90s R&B type of girl. Oh. Yeah. My dad just played a lot of it, like growing up. So if he was like, "What do you want to play?" Like, just put this on. Yeah. <laughs> Half of the time, I really don't know the names of the songs. I just remember the words. <laughs> yeah. You can ask me who sang it, but. So if we had to do a. Uh, song into the podcast, what song would you say you would want? Oh, that's a hard question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would have to look at my mute. I would have to look at my. Well, we'll music have to pick library. one when we get done here because yes, we, we got to make it. We got to make it Taylor Singleton. So, well, that's cool. I didn't know that about that. 90s R&B, some good music. 90s had some good music. Great. <laughs> I grew up in the 90s, so yeah, there's a lot of good stuff then. Uh, so the other thing that we kind of put with music is food. What are some of, some of your favorite foods, meals, items to cook, that sort of thing? I love shrimp anything. Oh. Shrimp anything. Like you could probably put barbecue sauce on shrimp and I'll just <laughs> tear it up. So, But my favorite food is sh- shrimp Alfredo. 
I could probably eat that every oh, day. Oh, nice. But my kryptonite is I do not know how to cook. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I just spend a lot of money eating shrimp alfredo unless my roommate cooks for me. Someday you'll learn how to cook shrimp, right? Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> I got to learn one day. It's I've never really cooked it. I buy it frozen and put it in the water and... That's how I made I it. I did some oven meals, you know, in my oh, yeah. the I can easy, make some noodles. The easy way. <laughs> now, have you ever been down to the Gulf and had shrimp, like, straight from the Gulf? No. Oh, you need to try that. I've done that before in, uh, I think it was Galveston I did it once. And in Florida, I've done it. Mm-hmm. Very good. Oh, I'm, I'm a shrimp person, too. I love shrimp. I love shrimp. Shrimp and, and fish. I, I said if I ever lived close to the ocean, I'd probably eat it every day. <laughs> Somehow. I live kind of close to the ocean. I live, like... 25 minutes from Galveston. I just don't, I just don't. Yeah, it's, it's harder, but like a, a walk away from the, like yeah. if you lived on a house next to a beach, oh, you know, like sure. a, that sort of thing. If you're younger, single, didn't want to have any cares for life, just live in a shanty by the <laughs> ocean, you know, cook your own food, that sort of thing. Yeah. in a, in another life. <laughs> <laughs> get there. So maybe someday. <laughs> But uh, so you're a junior here. Women's basketball team had has has had three great years so far. How did you hear about ETBU and what sold you on coming here? Um, I have never. Well, up to my senior year, I've never heard of East Texas Baptist University until Coach Rainbow reached out to me and was like, "Oh, like come to the camp." And then I started looking more into the school and realizing like. This school is live. <laughs> and it's like what I what I really needed at the time because at the time my family was going through a lot of stuff. So I wasn't really digging deep into my faith. So mm-hmm. when he reached out, I was like, I took it as a sign. And then once I started talking to my family, like about East Texas Baptist, I realized that some of my family is from Marshall. <laughs> like oh, I've really? never known that. And so like um my great uncle had graduated from East Texas Baptist University. And I was like, Y'all never even brought it up before until <laughs> I got recruited by the school. And they're like, yeah, like you have so much family from Marshall and Tyler. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but then when I came to the visit, I just like fell in love. The campus is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. My dad loved that everything was walking distance because I'm really not a great driver. So if I would have had to drive far to go <laughs> class, we don't know if I would have made it there. You might be in trouble. <laughs> so they loved that the campus was just small and really oriented based on faith and we love the coaches and the talking to the teachers they really they really made it a a thing that they weren't just like looking at us as athletes but like they realized that you would be busy and they emailed me talking about are, are you okay like do you need any help and they just really made that a because I can be a bad procrastinator at times also <laughs> so just them telling me just reassured me like okay I just know if I start falling behind, these teachers are going to be like, hey, Taylor, come on. <laughs> like, don't do that. So it was just. They, they really care for you here, is what right. you've seen. And it sounds like a lot of the athletes we've done podcasts with that God has kind of directed them to ETBU. Yeah. Some of them, like, had never heard of ETBU before, and they end up here playing. And it's crazy because now that I've been here, I'll go, my dad, like, when he goes to work out and stuff, he'll wear East Texas Baptist shirts and stuff and he'd be like oh my gosh like east texas baptist is such a great school and we've never even heard of it until we started going so i was like where are these people coming from that graduated from east texas baptist why they never said anything before 
So it's just, it's just. Funny. We're we're working on them. We're <laughs> we're getting we're getting the, building the school up. They've done a really nice job in the last five years of uh, under Dr. Blackburn and and putting yeah. the name out there and branding. So now they're a little probably a little more prouder of what's going on and making it showing them that we have family there. Mm-hmm. So. It's pretty neat. That, that's neat to hear. You had family here, and and you can have those family ties yeah. back to East Texas from where you're from. And like, I play basketball here too, and I. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, being in the pandemic, how has the COVID era life gone for you? you? Know from last March through now and playing, how have you kind of weathered this storm and and survived it all? Um, well, when COVID first. When we first got sent home for COVID, it was kind of tough because no one was just sent in their room for 15 hours of the day doing nothing and just looking at a screen and had to do homework. <laughs> and you couldn't really go to the gym because all the gyms were closed at the time. And I'm not really a runny outside type of person. <laughs> I don't really like running outside. But then that was something like that I like doing now because of that. So I guess that's a good thing, too. But it was just... It was tough also because, you know, my parents and my mom and my dad still had to go to work. So I was mostly at home by myself and then with my little brother. And, you know, you can't you can only be with your siblings for so long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you just yes. stare at each other like, ew. <laughs> and so it was just it was just a lot. It took a like a it took a little toll on my mental health because I was stuck in a room for 15 hours. I'm like, oh, my God. What, yeah. what do I do? But then it also helped me. Like I got into my word more mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And like me and my mom, we started talking more because usually when I go home, we just go our separate ways and all that. But like we started talking more and really just understanding each other. So that made our relationship grow closer. So it was a lot of it was a lot of pros to the COVID area for me. Yeah, you got to get through that Zoom phobia because we have all had that. It was just <laughs> too many Zooms, but. Uh, my wife and I agree talking, you know, that yes, COVID is bad. The pandemic was bad, but there's a lot of good Mm -hmm. that came out of this. You know, you try to look at it in the big picture of this is happening for a reason. How, how can we learn from God from this? What can God teach us from this? You know, and our family grew, we have four boys. And I mean, there was moments where, you know, little button heads and stuff. I mean, 11 year old all the way down to a four year old. So, uh, th- but they grew closer to together mm-hmm. from each other. We had family walks. Uh, it, it was a good time. It was hard, but we, we all grew closer together through it. And it, it's one of those times where you step back and you're like, wow, yeah, there was a lot going on, but you know, we, we made the most of what we could during that time. Same. Cause like, um, my older, I have an older brother also. So my older brother goes this way. My little brother goes this way. I'm this way. And then we just all do such different things. Like my brother's always at work. My little brother plays basketball. So he's like, my dad's taking him to these tournaments and, and my mom's taking me to these tournaments. So we really just never like all just sat in one place together right. and just talked. So, it slowed everybody yeah. down and made families come back together. Mm-hmm. And now there's some people I talk to that are, that are like, we don't want to go back to that busyness. Yeah. This kind of showed us that we can slow down and still survive and get the things done that we need to get done. Mm-hmm. You know, and that, that was really neat to see through all this. Cause you kind of, like I said, weather through it and see what is what you really need and what you really don't need. Mm-hmm. And it was good to kind of see that through our family and what's really helping us grow together. So 
Uh, so moving on to a little bit of this season, man, this season, uh, I don't know if anybody really expected that this far, you know, with with Coach Arbogast, new coach, bringing in a bunch of new players, some of the returners, and sixteen and zero right now. So tell us a little about that process, how it feels to be undefeated right now, and what that means to you. Um, it's a great feeling to be sixteen and zero, but what we take our like we pride ourselves in just going one. One and zero for the day. Like mm-hmm. if that's games, practices, we just want to go one and zero. So we try not to get caught up in the sixteen zero hype because no one's ever perfect. So right, we just try to go one and zero every time. And like in practices and stuff, one and zero, one and zero. And we just pride ourselves into playing hard. Like just play hard. Yeah. <laughs> How has the team dynamic been bringing everybody together? Coach talks about. He said on Friday morning, he goes, he knew that first tournament in uh, Georgia, I believe, where you played, or no, Alabama, mm-hmm. when you played those three teams and you had 10 players and you got on the bus and those 10 players came off and played well, that he had something special there. Mm-hmm. And it was so weird because up to that point, like, we just thought we were going to have everyone on the trip. And then that Tuesday, we we're supposed to leave Wednesday, I think, that Tuesday, we all got tested and found out that five of six six of us were going to be in quarantine. <laughs> so it was just like a it was a tough feeling for me cuz I was like, oh, it's the first games of the season. I'm going to be stuck in quarantine, but just watching them play and like feeling the energy even through the screen, I'm like, oh yeah. We don't even have the whole team right now and you could just tell like something was just different about us. And it was nice to watch. What what has helped blend that together with the transition with from Coach Rainbow to Coach Arbogast, the bringing the team together? Um, just loving each other. We just we all loved each other last year. We love each other this year. It's just I feel like the way we love each other is just different from other teams. We just not not just loving each other because we're good at basketball, but we love each other because of the people that we are and how. We're trying to do it for for God. Just mm-hmm. it's just a different atmosphere because of we're doing it for a different reason. It's what the program is. Yeah. It's not about just winning games. It's about each other and being there for each other mm-hmm. and continuing that because this is started three years ago under Coach Rainbolt. Now it's in the fourth year uh, since that first year where they went to the Elite Eight, and just every year has gotten better and shows that we're here to stay. No matter who the coach is, we have a program now. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a break right now from our sponsor, Dairy Queen of Marshall and Hallsville. So we'll be right back in just a few moments. When you're hungry for a taste of Texas, only your local DQ has the burgers, blizzard treats, and baskets you love. Like the DQ Chicken Strip Country Basket. Four golden chicken strips, fries, our famous Texas toast, and country gravy. It's the perfect meal that pairs perfectly with your favorite treat. Stop by DQ today for the best treats and eats in Texas. DQ, that's what I like about Texas. And a rose is still and always will be a rose. And welcome back to the Tiger Podcast. I'm Adam P. Ledyard sitting here with 
Women's basketball player Taylor Singleton, and it's now the most important time of the podcast. It's time for the DQ Blizzard Freeze Out. That's right, the Dairy Queen Blizzard Freeze Out, where I try and freeze her on a question, a rapid answer question. If she pauses, she's frozen, and I win, but she'll get the chance to redeem herself and ask me questions seeking to freeze me. So, Taylor, are you ready? I get to ask you first. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Favorite shoes? Nike. Favorite NBA team? Lakers. Favorite sports team? Lakers. Most famous person you've ever met? (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. We'll move on. We might have to come back to that. Your favorite road trip? Florida to Florida. Florida to Florida? Houston, Florida. <laughs> uh, your favorite Texas destination? Dallas. Chick-fil-A or Popeye's? Chick-fil-A. Cold or hot weather? Hot. Hiking or swimming? Neither. <laughs> <laughs> we could take that. Uh, Dallas or Houston? Houston. All right. Hey, you did pretty good on that. There's two I got you on. The first one caught me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's fun to do this because you're like, uh, and I've done the same thing. I'm like, do I have to answer that question? (laughs) Famous person. Have you ever met a famous person? I don't think so. (laughs) That's all right. Clint Capella. There you go. All right. So now you get your chance to try and stump me. Okay. Okay. Um, Favorite color. Scarlet. Favorite food? Oh, it varies. Mexican. Okay. Favorite book? Favorite book. Right now, I'm reading uh, a book, a Kendrick Brothers book on how to be a better dad and husband. Don't remember the name, though. Nice book. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember the name. I'm reading through it. It's a leadership book. Uh, Favorite sport? Football. Football. I played football. Oh, yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and favorite vacation spot? Oh, well, we go to see family. So, wherever the family's at. That's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, football's. I played college football. I grew oh, up. Okay. I'm an Ohio boy. Ohio's a lot like Texas when it comes to football. <laughs> you live and breathe the sports. Nah. So. And I played in college, and so, yeah. Where did you play in college? Uh, Olivet Nazarene University. Okay. Small school up in Illinois. Played one year before my knees gave out. Aww. So <laughs> had to retire so I could be a dad someday. <laughs> but Because you have to have the knees to play with the boys. If you don't have your knees, you can't play with your kids. Yes. Cause that's, that's the most everywhere. <laughs> yep. And as a dad of four boys, it's, Yeah. <laughs> A lot of moving around. <laughs> so, all right. So, let's jump back into the questions here. Uh, February is Black History Month, and we want to find out what does Black History Month mean to you? Um, it means a lot to me, especially especially being on like a predominantly white team. So, you know, just wanting them to know like where I come from, my culture, just learning more about me because. Mm-hmm. They do. They ask a lot of questions about like, hey, Taylor, what about this and this and this? So like, it's always great for them to want to know more about my culture. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Black History Month is just 
a lot of people kind of look over it at times. Not here. We we celebrate. We do great here. I mean, I love everything that comes with it. But a lot of people just like look over it, and so it's just an important thing to me because like this is my history and my culture, and even me, like I don't do everything that I have to do to find out everything about my past. Right. This is another thing that I'm trying to do because it does affect me now. Right. My past does affect me. So. Yeah. yeah. That's good to know because it's something that we all need to know and work on and, and grow from. And so it's, I, I, I'm starting to learn more with Black History Month. One of my best friends lives in Las Vegas. I played football with him, Big Ben, big black boy originally from California. <laughs> so we, we do a lot on Marco Polo every day, just, you know, encouraging each other. And oh man, it's, it, he's got the best laugh and, and, uh, he's the first black person I ever met and I was 18 years old. That's how sheltered wow. I was growing up in Northwest. <laughs> so like I've, I've tried to learn all throughout my life just about culture and things. And mm-hmm. he's helped me out a ton in life, you know, That's and, crazy. and when, when uh, issues come up and things happen in the world, I'm like, Hey Ben, what, what, what does this mean to you? What's going on? Help me out with this. And right. so it's building that gap and learning and man, we can talk about anything. Like it's one of those relationships where, uh, you know, I'm like, Hey, I don't understand this. Can you tell me what this means? And he's like, Oh yeah. Da, da, da. And I'm like, okay, now I understand that. So it's something that we all need. We need to grow. We need to expand. We need to learn. And challenge for me this month is I really want to try and find, I'm already reading two books, but find a book that I can dive into that'll help me understand more about black history month. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe after this, you can give me like, Hey, what about this book? You know, cause that's something I, I truly want to get better with, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's, it's great to see. So thanks for sharing that with us. And I'm glad that I'm glad you can share that with the team and mm-hmm. grow from it and help us help them understand and, and, uh, grow from, uh, everything that's going on in the world. Mm-hmm. So cool. So leading up through that, how has that and your spiritual life at ETBU helped you grow in your life? Um, I didn't even really well, when I was little, I used to do, you know, Awanas and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but maybe it didn't last long. <laughs> so I didn't really come into Christ fully until my freshman year of when I got here. And my great aunt had passed. And so when that had happened, that just, like, took a real toll on my life. So just having the my team here, like, they dragged me out of bed. You know, we read scripture together, and I just realized, like, when I had did it, we were in a Bible study in Scarborough, and I was just crying. Mm. And I was like, I don't know why I feel like this. And I just gave my life to the Lord. So just being here has has definitely helped me because, like, just looking back to freshman year, I'm such a different person. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you would have opened up a Bible to me before that and said something, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> So just now, now like even have the ability to just go to my go to one of my teammates' rooms and be like, hey, like I read this, I don't really know what it means, and them just like pouring into me because mm-hmm. like Mallory Stevens, Gracie Stevens, there's yeah. such prayer warriors, and so just having the ability to be like, Mal, what does this mean? And she's like, oh yeah, this means this and this and this. I'm like, okay, so I I understand now, and it just brings a different meaning to me because. Uh-huh. I get to do it with the best people. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's something that we as believers have to do better is take P 
people that have become believers and help them along in their walk. Yeah. And you're in an awesome situation with the ladies that you have around you and your teammates that are so strong in the word. And, and we, I see them on social media posting stuff all the time about mm-hmm. what God's teaching them. And you got to soak that all up. Because once you leave college, kind of be on your own a little bit. Yeah. You know, you're not going to have all your teammates and things to be there every day. Mm-hmm. And so what you learn here, you can take into life and help other people in life. And that's, that's what it's all about, making disciples, helping other people become disciples. As you're getting help, learning things mm-hmm. that you'll be able to help somebody else down the road. That's so, clear. And that, that's really neat. That's what ETVU's one of their main missions is, is, you know, helping people see in their walk with Christ. You know, and, and athletics has done a great job here at ETBU mentoring student athletes. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of students have become believers through sports. And that's, that's really neat to hear. You know, I didn't, I didn't even know that. You know, that's a great story hearing you coming into your freshman year and becoming a believer your freshman year here. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. I learned a lot about you today. This is awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm enjoying this. So one final question. Uh, what has been some of your favorite moments here at ETBU? There's probably been a lot. Hmm. I think our first homecoming, because I think at that point, when was homecoming freshman year? Like in October? Uh-huh. So I had got here in August, and I hadn't seen my family probably from when they dropped me off to homecoming. They had first saw me, and I was like, oh, yeah, look, this is this and this. And I was pointing everything out. I was just so excited because I finally knew the campus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, follow me. That's probably a great. Every time my family comes down here, it's just a great moment because they learn something new every day too. Mm-hmm. And another one. Um, you have any favorite sports moments from your teammates or games? My favorite sports moment was last year when we beat UT Dallas by four here. When they were ranked. Yes. That was a very good that game. That was a great mo- moment for me because I got a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> And we won. <laughs> it's all about the change, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we we enjoy watching women's basketball. We enjoy all of our sports, but it's it's fun watching you guys play this year. You know, the, you can tell there's something different about mm-hmm. the team and how you guys really love each other and and play together. Mm-hmm. Like there's no one hero on the team you know we're trying to figure out every week who do we nominate for player of the week well this person had eight and then she had 15 well this person had 20 and then she had four so i don't know who we nominate for player of the week because <laughs> it, it's so random like uh who uh who was it that scored 15 of her 17 points in the fourth quarter uh the other night brooke. you know yes brooke yeah. you know and it's one of those things where like oh wow she just went off and scored the leading score from the fourth quarter, you know? So it's things like that where they just pop up and you're like, oh, man, okay, wow, there's another one. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a great feeling, too, because, like, no one no one shows jealousy on this team. Like, uh-huh. we're all so happy for Brooke for scoring, and then Kennedy turns around and scores 15 the next game. It's yeah. just like every game day, like, if somebody has a good game, we all go in the locker room and we're like, oh, yeah. Like, it's just a it's just a great feeling, like, knowing that, no one feels any envy towards each other. Like we just all genuinely love each other and want the best yeah. for each other. That's awesome. And that's what it should be like. And your experience is, is what we hope all student athletes have at ETBU to grow like that in their walk and in their team and be prepared for life when they leave here. Mm. 
Well, Taylor, you know, we want thank you for coming out to Tiger Den Studio today for the Texas Tiger Podcast. Thanks to everyone who is going to listen to this, and remember to follow us on social media under Go ETBU Tigers. Until next time, this is Adam P. Ledyard. Thanks for listening. This is the Texas Tiger Podcast.